Star Wars sessions. Probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. The Star Wars sessions podcast. Part that he loves a good Star Wars session. Absolute legends of Star Wars sessions. This is the way. This is the way. Please welcome your hosts, Matt Hudson and Luke Bly. This is when fun begins. Good morning, afternoon or evening, wherever you are in the galaxy and welcome to Star Wars Sessions. Come for the Star Wars, stay for the Sessions. My name is Matt Hudson, a.k.a. Jabba the Hud, and joining me here as ever in the cockpit of the Essex Falcon, he's the greatest Star Wars man, fan and buddy out there. Hair on point, it's Luke Bly, Master Blywalker. How on earth are you, sir? Oi, oi, Savaloi. Yes, no, I am good, Master Hudson. It's been a spicy week for Star Wars, hasn't it? Uh, I've been sure, watching yeah. been, been watching the old Light and Magic, which is decent Ooh. stuff, mate. How are you finding it? It is really good. Really, really well produced. Really well produced. Yeah, and we're on Howard, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. Uh, and yeah. Lawrence Kasdan, I think, as well. Big boy Kasdan, yeah. And, mate, do, do you know what really, really impresses me about it is a, a lot of this information that we might have known, but a lot of these interviews, a lot of these clips, they're brand new. Like George Lucas is in it. And, oh. and it's brand new stuff. Like, this isn't just recycled things. Like, this is brand mm. new. Um, really good fun. Have you started it yet? Or have you? I know you've been no, really busy. No, I was busy. due to start it yesterday, but by the time I got back, I was... I know, I know me. I want to be. I would want to watch two or three at a go. So I thought I don't want yeah, to get home and watch yeah. just one because I'll get the buzz and I'll think, oh, I really fancy another one. But but New they're George, mate, you know, and everybody else. I, I've heard they're like yeah, they're like, like fifty minutes. Ju- you know? Yeah, just under an hour, like fifty-eight minutes or something. I think you know, you know, That's they're, bonkers. They're, they're big boy. I'm thinking, man, like they are going in on this documentary. <laughs> it just, I, I don't know. You, it's so easy to forget how revolutionary uh, Star Wars is, mate. It really is, brought, and, yeah. and Lucasfilm as well. It's not just Star Wars; it's Lucasfilm. ILM, George Lucas, all these OG people, you know, it's, it's really, really special, really special. But, um, yeah, mate. And, and, uh, I tell you what, it was busy in Wembley on the weekend, wasn't it, mate? Mate, (laughs) it's very busy in Wembley, wasn't it, mate? (laughs) It was. Come home. It came home. The ladies did it. The ladies did it and they did a great job. They did a really, really good job. Where were you when you watched it, mate? I was at the pub. <laughs> I went to the pub. <laughs> hey, you loved it. What about you? Which one? What about you? I went Beehive, mate. Of course I went Beehive. Oh, Come on. Classic sessions, uh, pilgrimage, haunt to the Beehive. Well, the first half I was in my car, uh, I was stuck at the Dartford Tunnel. So whilst we were at Gridlock, I had the, I had the first half uh, on my phone and the, sorry, part of the second half on my phone. And I'm telling you, when Altoony, Ella Toon scored that, D- disgusting trip which i shouted i know that was filthy you uh, you could hear the cars were beeping their horn and people were shouting from their cars in the traffic you, you know you, you want to talk about the impact this tournament's had the euro 2022 women's championship people were sh- yeah. tooting their horns and screaming in traffic you know you were, that's not happening two three four years ago but this tournament's gripped the nation has captured our imagination and you know well done to the, the lionesses for a well-deserved 2-1 win. Doesn't matter how you score, 
As long as you get that second goal. I was going to say, it was that, that second goal was ropey. But like, I, I, don't, I don't care. A goal's a goal cares, at the end mate? of the day. A goal is mate, a goal. What a celebration. What a goal yeah. we, we took. You know, it's at the end as well, if I'm going mental. Seeing England lift a trophy. First time since 66, any of our teams have won anything of any note. And it's uh, and it happened this adult, weekend. Adult and teams, adult teams, yeah. adult teams, adult teams, and it's a very proud moment for for the country, uh, for the supporters, and seeing the celebrations today, everyone's gone wild. It's been it's been it's been great, mate. This is what it feels like to be winners, and we haven't had it for a long time. And for football, you know, football like yeah. just generally, you know, like I'm I, at the end of the day, I'm not super bothered, you know, who wins. I just I love to see. Um, really nice football being played, and they worked their socks off, and so did Germany, right? So, and in the right it, spirit as well. Exactly, mate. Exactly, that was awesome. That was so good. It was so good. It was what? Go Here we go, Danny boy. Uh, line so one up. Good. Yeah, you know it, mate. It you know, and it's just, he it's, it. it's. I'm just on full football mode, mate. Premier League comes. I think your brother is doing a fantasy football, isn't he? He's doing oh, a fantasy yeah. football. For the Premier League season 22-23, if you want to be involved in that, just drop us a DM or look on the Discord. What? Just get in contact and we'll send you a link to it. Should be really good fun. I think I'm going to do it this year. I think I might do it this uh, year because yeah, I'm always I think I will. I'm always worried about commitment, like because I commit to it and then I like forget to update, I forget to follow it, you know. But um, I think I'm going to try and do it this season. I saw that that uh that chap at the weekend and he mentioned it and I said oh yeah don't worry I'll mention it on the show I'm so glad you did because I completely forgot all about it but yeah if you want to join the sessions fantasy football league soft fantasy soccer league you can do like it's a little like Lukey boy said sign into the dms get on the discord Shawnee boy Hudson is setting it up so if it sucks tell him but no it's going to be a no. great laugh uh, it's going to be good laugh it was good fun last year and yeah we're in football mode so well done to the lionesses it's come home finally you know football's finished now no, no, there's it. never going to be any more games it's come home we don't on the podcast no that's it that's all the football talk now yeah that's it until november it's right pa- patreon yeah, shows <laughs> Yeah, till the World Cup, because we love football, right? We're always going to talk about it. Uh, uh, Patreon shows. Uh, yeah, that's right. So I managed to drop a journal of Luke Bly Walker last week. It was awesome. Had Nada and James on there. Uh, we also dropped a fantastic pubcast. Uh, I'm not sure if you guys have heard, but KOTOR, uh, apparently not in the best place at the moment. Uh, in fact, <laughs> rumor in the hood is that it's on hold indefinitely. That's it. It's delayed. It's not happening. Apparently, mm-hmm. um, but we talk into it uh, about it a lot more on our Quite podcast. Lot, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, we go in. So, if you want to listen to us talk about that, go to patreon.com forward slash Star Wars sessions. And lastly, Matty Boy, the Super Star Wars night on the 27th oh, of mate. August sold out, mate. Can you it's believe done. it? Can, we had again. We had a sold out Wembley uh, Stadium yesterday, or the day before, <laughs> whenever it was. And the Super Star Wars night. To be fair, we beat you to it, guys. We were sold out first. But yes, the tickets are now gone for the Star Wars session Super Star Wars night at the Genesis Cinema, London, twenty seventh of August. Uh, when, when we when Lukey Boy, Lukey Boy deserves the majority of the credit for sorting this out. He's done one hell of a job getting this off the ground and nah, when thanks, we had mate. the initial plans ready we were like right what number should we aim for so we went for a specific number and we thought okay let's go for it yeah, let's, let's aim for the stars let's aim high and 
we yeah. got there and it's thanks to so many of you guys enthusiasm for the show for wanting to see each other there is a real feeling in the air that the bar is going to get peppered because people just want to come <laughs> and see each other have a laugh take photos together and hang out we've got people staying the night in london look yeah. the world is going to be there so that's uh, reason I mean, enough, like, mr rock and roll is going to be there but people on. are coming to see each other more and more than anything else which is which is fantastic. Which it gets me right here. Great for great for audio, but I'm you know I'm pumping my heart. Oh. It gets me right there. That people are coming <laughs> just to chill out for community. So, yeah, uh, mate, it's magical, isn't it? Count, we, his countdown is on, mate. His yeah. Countdown is on. A couple of weeks time, uh, and we can't wait for all you guys who couldn't make it to to see the wicked pictures we're going to pop. So you can come along to the next one and get stuck in. It feels like a uh, like a wee warm up for celebration and that. Like it's yes. it should be really exciting. It should be really really <laughs> exciting. Uh, yes. Matty boy, we have a busy episode ahead. A real busy episode ahead. It, like I said, it's been a busy week for Star Wars, man. It's been a busy week. Uh, but before that, do can you hear anything, mate? Or I can hear some chiming a bong in the background some might say it must be big ben kenobi the chimes of which you and oh. i mate we only know means one thing which is oh oh, oh man boy it must mean it's the um galactic news round Solo, a Star Wars story co-writer, Lawrence Kasdan reveals he wants a proper sequel movie instead of a Han Solo-centric Disney Plus television series. Taron Egerton has spoken of how he turned down the role of Han Solo, saying, I'll be honest, I got on the Falcon, I was with Chewie, I was in the costume, I got there, I did it, I lived it. And Bloomberg has revealed that the Knights of the Old Republic video game remake has been put on hold indefinitely. Hi, this is Misty Roses. I am the performance artist for Queel and Frog Lady in The Mandalorian. And you are listening to Star Wars Sessions, probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. I hope you enjoy it. <laughs> Luke Bly has mentioned a few times in the episode that it's been uh, a busy week for Star Wars and none busier than, well, this very week. We had a really great main show planned, but we've shelved that really great main show for an even better one this week. The latest and I presume final trailer for Andor has dropped now officially and we thought, you know what let's talk about it let's dive into it let's react to it let's uh let's frolic about in the filth of all of this because we thought andor was only a few weeks away however we'll get into that shortly won't we mate? Oh. but mate we knew we found out via twitter that gma good morning america was going to premiere or debut this second trailer i sent it to you very late at night uh you know what are you thinking was this about the right time to get the trailer and secondly did you like the trailer I think, Matty Boy, this was a really special trailer. This was a really <laughs> oh. special trailer. Um, I really, really liked this. I love the music oh, off man. the bat. I love the music. 
It's outstanding. Let me give you um, a comment on um, this, on, on, on the YouTube video. And it says, it's crazy how two trailers made me go from why the hell are, why the hell are they making a Cassian show to I absolutely can't wait to watch this. There you go. Like, that is, do you know what I mean? Like, if, if there's one comment on just through internet to, to pick out, it's like, yeah, that's, that's the one. It is a very good trailer, Matty boy. The scope of this project, the <laughs> scope of this series, Matt, like, it's unreal, isn't it? It looks massive. It looks massive. It looks, uh, it looks gritty, but not like, not like crazy dark for being the sake of dark. Mm. It, it just looks like it's, it's, it, it goes along with the theme of the show. Yep. Um, dude, I'm, 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 really excited for this i think this is going to be the dark horse i know i know people like you have been saying it for a very long time you know it took me way longer to get on board for this i used to say yeah this is like the solo announcement of the tv shows and listen right it still could be that yeah we've not seen the show we've not seen it yet from start to finish it still could how long is this thing? It's 12 episodes, right? First season is 12 episodes. Second is 12. So by my calculation, that's 24 yeah, yeah. episodes. Yeah. It's a, it's a lot. It's a lot, right? Um, 12 episodes as well. Like, they're giving us proper TV. I hope the... Do, do you reckon the episodes will be quite long? I don't know. Uh, I think I think they're <laughs> going to be standard <laughs> Star Wars streaming service links. Anything between... Like without credits, anything between sort of thirty-four to forty-six minutes, I think is going to be our our bag. But I guess when you get in twelve episodes, it's not quite so bad. If it's twelve episodes of half an hour, like uh, I know me, uh, She-Hulk is going to be thirty-minute episodes. They've come out and said that it's half an hour each episode. Oh, is it? They've yeah, I saw ah. that this week. So and or I think it's going to be that variable duration again. And I'm I'm fine with that because I know this time we're getting more of it now like you said getting more of it might not be great we haven't seen the show yet it could still be a bit cack a bit bum but i've been very much looking forward to this show as you know when it since it was uh revealed because rogue one is my jam and the premise mm. and potential for this show the espionage spy thriller that kind of stuff that sounds great you know in the in the burgeoning rebellion with whilst the empire's at its peak yeah. as well I mean, this is prime yeah. period for storytelling. Uh, so I'm glad that you pulled out that YouTube comment because I've got a feeling there's going to be a lot of people uh, in the yeah. fandom who have been, you know, maybe cautiously yeah. optimistic or on the fence or even not bothered by this, who have seen the first uh, teaser trailer or trailer and this new one now who suddenly think, hold on, actually, this could be really, really, really good. Yes. I completely agree, mate. I completely agree. I think the the, the style, um, the artistic style in the trailer and what the show gives off. You know, I mentioned scope earlier. This looks like a big show. It looks like money's been put behind this. And what I will say, what I will say, mate, boy, it does have that more cinematic quality, you know, um, that I, yes. I, I, I think lacked in Obi-Wan Kenobi. And listen, we did our recaps. You guys heard it. You heard, you heard our recaps. Like we were pretty 
on Kenobi, like we were favorable on the show, yeah. you know, to the show. We like that show. Biggest criticisms, you know, VFX, you know, it, it just maybe it should have been a film. Maybe, you know, still love the show. Um, but I'm not, I'm, I'm not finding myself like eager to rewatch Kenobi. It's weird. Like I'm not sitting there going, do you know what? Cause I do that a lot. Don't I? Like I'll just put on yes, a yeah, random yeah. episode of Mando yes. like every now and then I do that often. Like it, and more recently, Boba Fett, Matt, sometimes I'll just sit down and I'll watch. Like, I'm like, to. what's one of, what's one of the weirdest episodes of, I'm like, yeah, the twins turning up. Boba gets a rancor. Yeah, number two, man. It's 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 so random and <laughs> delightful that, and even with the VFX problems here and there, they weren't on mm. the same level as Kenobi, though. But it, it, either way, it's good fun. It's really good fun. And Mandalorian, I think, just is. I'll be honest. Again, Kenobi. Uh, you know, great storytelling, great great TV show, but it ain't Mandalorian in my heart. You know, and the irony being is I would have maybe individually graded on average Mandalorian less than Kenobi, maybe. And yet as a whole, as a series and as a story, I gravitate to it and I'm happy to rewatch it. What I'm getting to here is Andor, I think, has that. And I think where we could have differences between Mando, Boba and Kenobi is that all of those shows that we've just mentioned, they're all made in, you know, Los Angeles. They're all made on the volume over in California. This was made in the UK. This has a different team on it. Tony Gilroy is the lead on this, right? Yes, he is, yep. Uh, And it is from the same, a lot of the same people who did Rogue One. It feels like that, mate, boy. And... It feels more expensive. It feels bigger. It, the acting looks really good. It doesn't look, it looks like it's maybe aimed at a more older audience too. And it, that could be a pro. It could be a con. Um, what do you think? Am I, am I saying ridiculousness? Am I spitting ridiculousness or are you eye to eye on that? Uh, no, I am totally eye to eye on that with you. Uh, just to be the old advocate again, when the Kenobi's trailers came out, we, I'm sorry, I, and a lot of people were saying this looks cinematic because they pick the best parts and put them in a the trailer as yeah, true. a studio will do or a, a yeah, marketing company will do. But like you say, the difference here is the on-location shooting. You can feel that they are out there in the highlands, in the woods or wherever they may be. You know they are. And it feels yeah. like it. There is a there's a, just an authenticity to it, which I know we're going to have conversations more in depth about the volume in the upcoming weeks, mm. but you can't replicate what we're seeing in the majority of and, or certainly the location shots in on the volume or blue screen, green screen. Let's throw those under the bus as well. But uh, no, this <laughs> looks fantastic. It yeah, looks it does. great. It does. It feels great. And having watched it a few times now, I watched it at work first and I came back and I've watched it three or four times on loop. It's a great trailer. It is a great great trailer. trailer. Sometimes I get worried about these trailers being good because we must just sound like Star Wars fans who love 
most of the things they put out, but anyone who <laughs> listens to us for a long time know that we'll quite happily have a gripe and have a grumble um, yeah, at the best of times. Well, yeah. it's being balanced. This, though... It's not our fault we like a lot of stuff. <laughs> well, exactly. <laughs> no. it's, not, it's not our fault we, lo- we love this. We love this galactic goodness, but yeah, the yeah. vast majority, if not all of it, there are one or two things. It, this is a really satisfying trailer for someone who's been banging the drum for this show since, I don't know, 2019 or whenever it was announced yeah this feels like a culmination everything i wanted or thought the show was going to be based on the early reports it looks like tony gilroy diego luna and the gang have really brought this together they're gonna give us this spy thriller they're gonna give us this dark espionage story we were told many months ago by a source which we reported on that this was going to be darker grittier and aimed at a more mature audience you brought that up that the trailer gave that vibe off I don't recall there being any jokes in the trailer. I don't recall there being any kind of slapstick pratfalls in the trailer or anything like that. This is the beginning of a rebellion whilst the Empire is crushing everyone under their foot. Yes. Well, what I noticed as well is that we've had so much original trilogy content or that era of content Mm -hmm. um, that that I I, I don't feel um, like that quite hits you in nostalgia as much as it used to. So yeah, instead, yeah. with things like Kenobi and even Boba Fett, we're seeing things that are like, oh, do you remember this? Oh, but Jabba's mm-hmm. Palace, or it's Ewan McGregor with Andor. Yeah. There isn't a, as much of that, is there? It's like, no, this is a character from 2016. And here's there Mon Mothma is, there from are Revenge of the Sith. Three cool moments uh, because you get Coruscant and the Senate, but we are, again, true, in a political true. thriller. You're going to see the heart of the uh, political scene of the galaxy, which is Coruscant. You have to assume that. Yes. Good point. But I don't, I don't feel like they're there to Easter egg bait me. Like then it's not there, right. It's not there to just like hook into my emotions as a prequel boy or whatever. And to remember me in that way. Yeah. Yeah. Right. 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 It's like the member barriers from South park. Um, yes, it's, it's, it's nothing like that. It's very much like its own thing. And it's like, no, we can just show you what this show is, what this TV series mm-hmm. is. Yeah, yeah. And we feel like it's strong enough and um, well-developed enough that it can stand on its own. You know, it, it doesn't need that stuff. And I'm not, I, it, listen, while I'm saying this, I'm not putting anything else down, right? I love all this stuff. I, I love the nostalgia. I love the little Easter eggs here and there. That's cool. There's a time and place for all of that. But I, I, I feel like this this trailer is phenomenal and strong without that. Do you know what I mean? Like, despite the fact it's set in the OT and despite the fact we see clone troopers, despite the fact that we see mm-hmm. kind of this mixing of prequel and original in a really, and I don't like, I don't like overusing this word, but in a really classy way, really classy oh, way. Like this, this trailer screams class. Do you think? It really does. And yeah. on your point about it's not hanging its hat on nostalgia, everything we see is for a necessity. The clone troopers, we're probably going to go back to when Cassian was a boy. We, we, well, we know we are. That's probably the stu- the early days of the Empire. There's going to be clones. Coruscant, the political heart of the galaxy, we have to see it. We're not just throwing it in. But one thing we haven't seen in any of the trailers or in any of the reports, which mm-hmm. actually excites me almost as much as not hanging our hats on nostalgia, there's 
there's no talk there's no uh, knowledge that we're going to get any force users or any kind mm-hmm. of lightsaber con- combat or anything like that. Obviously we know Palps and Vader are out there and there's probably a handful of Jedi running around that, you know, that are out there, but I don't think we're going to have any in there or certainly there's certainly not going to be any reliance on force users or no. lightsaber wielding people. I, I hope we don't. I really desperately hope we don't get any, but the question I wanted okay. to ask you was, are we? Do you think? I don't think we are, and I hope to hell we don't. But do you think we're going to get a force user, or at least, or a lightsaber user at some point in the twenty-four you, episodes? You cheeky chap! You cheeky chap! I was going to ask you that, you muppet. Yes. Right. Um. In short, <laughs> I, 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 I'm not. I'm not entirely sure. I'm not entirely mm-hmm. sure. I uh, to be to be honest, mate. I think it's probably fifty-fifty. Um, oh, yeah, and, and and I don't I don't think it's going to be in a still the show still the episode kind of way necessarily. I think it could be done in a really uh, just well finessed w- uh, uh, way. Yeah, like they could. It could be that there's just a Padawan or 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 a mm-hmm. um, Jedi on the run, and Kasten's like, "Who's this?" And they're like, "Oh, blah blah blah." He's like, "Right, Who's okay." This? I don't know, just something. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like no, something, no, no, something yeah. really like kind of underplayed, but in a cool way. A bit I, like Maul in Solo. Nah, kind of like <laughs> level of level of um, which that pretty much was it, a cameo slash small appearance. I, I'm I'm talking like way lower than that. I'm talking lower than that. Like that literally fine, just. Yeah. That just like a, 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 a someone we don't know, like a Jedi we've never seen before, like on the run, a bit like in Kenobi. Um, could be yeah, something no. like that, but again, you know, it's all. It all comes down to if there's a need for it. Right now, I don't see that there is a need for it, but we don't really know a whole lot about this story, other than this is kind of the yeah. the, the grassroots, the seeds of the um, rebellion. You know, oh. and, and I, I'm fascinated by that, mate. Boy, I'm fascinated by the political aspect. I'm fascinated by you know in rebels. That's what really interested me was this idea of this is the early rebellion. Mm-hmm. So let's go steal some Y wings. Let's yeah, go yeah. build up our armed forces. Right. Let's actually become an organization, a, a kind of shadow government, and. This is leaning into that, right? Even with the Mon Mothma, I mean, Mon Mothma looks fantastic. Um, Stellan, we, we stand Mon Mothma. Uh, Mon, Moth- Mon Mothma looks absolutely brilliant. She looks yeah. absolutely brilliant. And even her lines in it are, are incredible. What does she say? Oh, She's no. like, um, because right now I'm an annoyance or I'm a hindrance, something like that. But that's what I need to be seen as. I need to be seen as this person who's kind of politically as, active in as the long Senate. As people think I'm a think uh, think I'm a nuisance, basically. Then yeah. that keeps yeah. them blind to what yeah, I'm really it. doing, which we yeah, know is it. starting that rebellion, the nascent rebellion is beginning under old Mothma, and yeah. and we get somebody else popped up in the trailer, mate. So Guerrera, oh no, <laughs> is part of the rebellion. But he's yeah. on that side of the rebellion. Old Mothma's on that side, so we're going to yes. get this, the they're going to get the head button of ideologies throughout as well. So we've got Cassian, who has been in this fight since he was six years old, on the separatist side of it. We've got Mothma, who is more um, idealistic in her approach. Yes, she's doing mm-hmm. being clandestine at the minute, but 
at the end of the day, she doesn't want war. She wants a peaceful government. And then we've got Guerrera, who will do whatever it takes to get rid of the empire. So we've got these. It's going to be interesting to see that dichotomy because we know oh. that Mon Mothma is going to play a huge part in this as well. But now we know that Saw is in it. We knew he was in it because Stellan Skarsgård gave it away in an interview that he did scenes with Forrest Whitaker. But he's in it. We've seen him. His voice is sounding on point as per. As per. But um, I'm looking forward to seeing those two, you know, kind of butt heads and how much are we going to be, you know, rooting for the rebellion in this show when you've got someone like Saw, who is by all intents and purposes, a terror, a complete terrorist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are we going to be rooting mm-hmm. for him when he's blowing people up left, right and center compared to Mon Mothma's more say peaceful approach to doing it. Yeah. I think that's going to provide some really interesting this, meat on them bones. The more I'm watching it, mate, the more I'm watching it, like I'm, I've got it on at the moment, right? I'm just, yeah, I'm just boy. watching it in, in the corner of the screen and, uh, the lighting, the cinematography, it just looks outstanding. The cool ship, the Stellan Skarsgård. Cool. You know, it it just looks great. It just looks you should really see this guy, cool. You're it. Um, There's two cinematographers on this show. You've got Jonathan mm. Freeman, who did an awful lot of work on uh, on Game of Thrones, which was known for its beautiful expansive shots that makes sense plenty of other things as well and you have a dude called uh adriano goldman who has worked with carrie joji fukunaga a few times and he is a very good dramatic cinematographer so between them you've got the epic the dramatic coming together alongside gilroy's more kind of boots on the ground gritty noir approach yeah visually mate this looks great and i know I saw I saw Corriton and I saw Jelly's Hollow. I saw the two places, two of the places at least that we were there at. I saw them on, on the show, so that was pretty cool to see. Jelly's Hollow I'm, stuck out to me immediately, but uh, it's right at the very end when there's a lady of like a spear. That is the hollow. It look this thing looks good, man. And I, I'd like you. I don't mean to, you know, trample on the volume because I think it's a great bit of tech, like boundary pushing bit of tech. But I am old school in the sense that, you know, I love. I love democracy and I love things being filmed <laughs> on location. I love the tangibility of things and knowing mm. that as much as possible, this is filmed on location. Mm. It gives me such hope that we are going to, you know, we're going to get immersed and sucked into this mate. It's 12 episodes. And I think it is going to feel cinematic in every way, shape or form. All that remains to be seen for me is obviously the performances. They've got a brilliant cast, but everything outside of that looks great. Now I want to see the characters and the cast, you know, yes. absorb it, be absorbed into their roles. And if there's anything like the level we've got on Obi-Wan, this show's going to blow the doors off, man. I just love that there's like an engineer or it looks like he's wearing a fireman's um, helmet. There's like an alien, <laughs> a 123. Yep. And he's wearing this like a, a, a helmet like with these other guys like decommissioning something like a, a, a <laughs> ship or something. I'm like, Oh my days. That's so good. That's so good. <laughs> so good. It's two in the yeah. bag. You got to love it. You just got to love it. Yeah. The ship that Stellan Skarsgård walks out of looks amazing. I think he, his name is Luthen, right? Luthen rail. Luthen rail. Um, what Very you said about the cinematography makes a lot of sense. Um, it just looks like a high-quality show, doesn't it? Like, let's just be honest. It looks like a yeah. high-quality show. Again, 
with the caveat that um, what Matty said, this is the trailer. You know, you'd, you'd, you'd expect that most things that we see in this are going to be high quality because they've chosen these images. They've chosen these clips. There's the crazy alien with the four arms at the end. <laughs> yeah. Like, is it an alien or is it a human who's modded himself up? Because I couldn't oh. tell. Because he's got like oh, well, Mr. Burns hair. Um, it could, but he's got like Mascanata eyes. It could be. Yeah, it could be a mod. And he's added arms to his torso <laughs> somehow, as well. Greasy somehow, money, baby. Somehow the arms returned. The arms grew. <laughs> um, somehow appendages returned. Yeah, I th- I think this show just looks incredible i think it looks incredible i'm really excited that i don't think there's a lot wrong with it I, and I, I you know i don't mean to sound like someone who's i think one of my critiques was and this is gonna this is a bit of a uh of a yui bit of a u-turn <laughs> i go. thought at the beginning the movement and here we go again you guys are gonna hate this the movement of the star destroyer wasn't quite oh, right yeah. going above the above the forest Clouds. planet they kind of look yeah. up and there's a huge yeah that it uh, uh, maybe it was a scale again i don't know if it was something to do with the scaling of it, it didn't quite feel right but yeah. even on my little phone at work it didn't feel right but the idea is cool the idea is very impressive and you know they've been working on this show for a long time there's been like, pandemic related delays and yeah. they've had plenty of time to tweak their cgi not volume cgi uh mm-hmm. so i i'm expecting it to look very good on on the mate on the final product there, there was one seat shot that got i noticed mm. it was when luthien gets is luthien sorry is getting off of a ship in this desert planet which looks like jordan again yeah. and that looked a bit you know the whole the whole thing the whole of um that composition framing and um it looked a bit odd not bad but that was the one where i thought right none of that actually looks real apart from Stellan Skarsgård, who is a fantastic actor, just having Stellan Skarsgård in Star Wars is one of the most yeah, exciting parts he, of this show for me. The guy, there's so much gravitas. Even when he says Cassian Ander, which made me laugh, I was like, "Who's Ander? Uh, Cassian Ander?" But um, yeah, he he looks. Yeah. Great. He, we got to see a lot of him in this trailer, mate. We got he, to see. Th- he 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 looks incredible. He looks going to be a big player in this, and and I love that we're seeing him in what I assume is different times, different periods, Good right? Point. You've got him with long hair, you've got him with short hair. <laughs> so I think, I mean, we've heard this anyway. We've heard that this series is like, um, it time jumps a wee bit, right? Like the first yeah, few episodes of this time. Season, and then, yeah. um, now, I don't know the specifics. I think a few people have even got the specifics a bit mixed up because some people are saying, oh, yeah, this is... This. Anyway, I don't really care. In this, it looks like there's a wee bit of a time jump, and I'm looking forward to seeing oh, that in, the, yeah. in, 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 in person. I'm looking forward to seeing this in person. Yeah, um, I honestly thought yeah. at one point, Stellan Skarsgård's character, this is awful, but I was like, oh, it's Fiona Shaw. When, you know, when, when, it, when it was all decked up and like meeting Mon Mothma, which looks like the two of them were... That look, they were both putting on the show for each other. That looks in 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 universe. That looked like two people who are faking mm. it to make it, and I love that. But I thought I was Fiona short mm. enough. Oh, no, it's not. It's Stellan Skarsgård with his hair brushed. So uh, apologies, yeah. Fiona. Her character is known as she's called Marva according to the cast list, but she's not in this. Uh, Denise Gotha, her character is Dedra Miro. Her character is Denise Goff, who was the the Imperial who said. Um, 
Uh, you're in my net, so you're a fish or a thief. She looks great. I think she looks very good. We got to see Adria Arjona a bit more as well, who is apparently going to be Cassian Andor's sister. She's the one who gets arrested and held uh-huh. at gunpoint by the blue uh, blue robed security guards. So we got yeah. to see more people, didn't we, mate? Plus two tubes as well from Rogue One. But yeah, it's it. expanding the cast. It's expanding the characters. And like you said, actually, it's a very good point that the last few trailers, they've been very, very specific. Oh, this all happens in the first episode or two. It happens in the first 16 minutes of the Book of Boba Fett, apparently. Mm. This looks like it's it, it, it may take place still in the first few episodes, but they're, they're showing Cassian as a boy up until present day, uh, up until that point of the timeline, five years pre A New Hope or Rogue One. So we're going to get those cool timers. But I love, like you say, that they're not just showing you know, Stellan Skarsgård's character in one outfit or Mon Mothma in one outfit or anything. They're showing that these characters are going to be progressing with the story and you know get used to them because they're going to be big players. We now we know we know Mothma is going to be just fine coming out of this because you know many Bothans died to give her all that information in Return of the Jedi. But you know like Luthan, Rail, Stellan, and play people like that. Here's where the stakes get raised, mate, because we don't know what's happening with them, and, and that's where this story's going to be just as successful for me as as with everything else is rogue one showed that they're willing to go go there to get their story and obviously this is made by the people behind rogue one minus gareth edwards sadly but mm-hmm. this felt like an, an extension of rogue one even though it's set before and that even that even that excites me yeah it's it's a political thriller in star wars mm-hmm. like Come, it's what you've wanted isn't it man? you know Come on, come on. Matty boy, this, on. this 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 debuted on the first of August twenty twenty two. Yep. Which I don't think is a significant day. You know, in Star Wars in pop culture. So. And the fact that we've just had the other weekend San Diego Comic Con where they could have aired this. <laughs> um and we've we've we we have not got D twenty three till September anyway, so arguably it would have been too late to to era teaser then now anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, um, and we'll get we'll get to that in a second, uh, and, and it, it won't won't be long. But um, yeah, any ideas on why they would have debuted this on a Monday first of August? It just seems a bit random, don't it? Yeah, it does. I can't think of any specific reason because the tweet from Good Morning America kind of came out of nowhere. I mean, I didn't know Diego Luna was going to be on the show. Uh, again, we're not based in the States, but usually there's rumors or rumblings or the actual uh, st- the, the uh, show will announce, you know, next week, Diego Luna. But yeah. there was none of that. It just seemed to be, you know, the night before show traders coming. So, like, okay, cool. I mean, I... I mean, when we, th- again, I know we will get to this shortly, but when we thought the show was coming out at a certain date, today makes sense. Today would have made sense, you know, if it's coming out at the end of August, makes sense, you know, a couple of weeks before, let's let's hit people around the face of this. I can't, I mean, other than maybe, you know, San Diego Comic-Con is now in the rearview mirror, the Marvel's news has died down, uh, the DC news has died a death, <laughs> um, and there's not an awful lot True. coming forward. You know, like at the minute we're in a kind of like in pop culture in terms of film streaming, you know, Ms. Marvel's done with no Marvel shows coming out. Nothing's really there to take the, to take the uh, mm. shine away from it. Unless you watch DC League of Super Pets, which I did. And it's a lot of fun. But they've got kind of a free <laughs> run at the minute this week to, to go for it. Like next week it starts to get a few more things coming out. So I think yeah. it's just because 
this it, these next few days are fairly quiet on the pop culture front but did you did you have any thoughts or theories on why you know the first of august of any day of any day it may not have any not, significance of course not at all not at all i know like the marketing people would have done their research and probably like you said i think you've probably hit the nail on the head with um with like marvel news maybe dying down a wee bit dc stuff dying down um let's not forget guys that there is a lot coming out here in Q3 of this year. You know, this quarter, we have House of the Dragon, the prequel to Game of Thrones. You know, Game of Thrones is one of the most... Deal. Yeah, it's one of the most watched and loved TV shows ever up until the last season. From what I hear, I've never yes. watched it. But, um, <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, so so there's that. And, and guys, Rings of Power, you know, we're returning to Middle-earth. Um and say what you want about it. You know, I know people have got opinions on it. I've got opinions on it too, but um, I'm looking forward to it. You know, I'm, 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 I'm cautiously optimistic about it. Your, your, uh, your problems th- stem from the right places. We'll just throw that out there quickly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There are yeah. some idiots out there that obviously have their own concerns. But anyway, um, Andor had to compete with that. And these are big shows. So, uh, uh, you know, House of the Dragon is going toe to toe with 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 Rings of Power, which I'm all, which I'm almost surprised at as well. Deal. Yeah, it is a big very deal. similar shows and demographics, yes. target audience, and all those buzzwords. That's a huge deal. And, that's, and we've got She Hulk will be coming out in and around that period as well. Which again, yeah. people have got their opinions on the CGI of that, which is cack. But oh, um, it's a Marvel show, so it's going to do numbers. It's going to yep. pull them in. In Star so, Wars, Bad Batch is supposed to come out at some point in Q3 and maybe Tales of the mm, Jedi too. So there's a few Star Wars-y uh, morsels dropping as well. It's going to be busy. And that's before you even get into the business end of the film year. There's some big right. boys coming out. But Andor had to try and, like Solo, Andor mm. had to stand up against these behemoths. But unlike Solo, Andor isn't Han Solo. You know, Cassian is the guy from Rogue One who, to the masses, people probably don't know who he is. So, mate, again, that might be a reason why they've given him his own space this week because people need to know who Andor is. So, and True. especially when you've got Rings of Power, She Hulk, uh, House of the Dragon coming out, big IPs as well. It's not like they're coming out with Obi Wan Kenobi here and saying, "Yeah, we'll put Obi Wan in bet- in the mix because we know yeah. Obi Wan's going to be a killer." It's, this well, is a they different kettle of fish. Yeah. Yeah, they did that with, uh, or, or Strange, and Netflix did that with Stranger Things. You know, Stranger Things went toe to toe with Obi Wan, and they gave each other a good run for for for, for their yeah. money. Both different shows, different amount of episodes, different run times. So you know, it's hard to compare directly. Um, but you know, Obi Wan could have, could could hold its own against yeah. most shows this year. So um, you know, expanding on this. Andor was meant to come out on the 31st of August. Uh, so, yeah. you know, this month, end of this month. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was really looking forward to that. But I, I remember saying, I've said it on this show a few times, mate. I've said to you, I was like, House of the Dragon, I'm pretty sure only comes out like the week before or two weeks before, something like that. Yep. Then there's Andor. The same week, the same week. Week and or comes out, Rings of Power premieres, and I, and I always thought, mate, that's a bit brave in it, like or whoever mm-hmm. whoever's organised that, maybe it's just a coincidence, you know. But these things in 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 media, in 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 streaming, you know, they're not coincidence; they're planned. they really are, yeah. These are the streaming wars, guys. These are the yep. streaming wars. You know, like remember what Saul Guerrero said: "Let's call it 
war. Yeah, no, that's it. These these conglomerates really are battling out for your attention and for your subscription. And uh, maybe I, I, so, so Andor's been moved. It's now uh, coming out on the 21st of September this year. So it's, yes, it, it doesn't sound as bigger pushback than what it is, but it is. It, I'm pretty sure it's four weeks. Uh, three weeks, pretty much, isn't it? It's is it, is it about three. three weeks, give or take, yeah. Because so, it was due to open so with a two-episode premiere, wasn't it? On yes, the that's right. So we've got... Uh, yeah. They snuck that one in the trailer as yeah, well. Three oh. weeks, three weeks. Three yeah, weeks, three weeks. Yeah. They snuck it in the trailer, 21st of September. Oh, okay. But then they but then they, um, you know, really took the, the quaffling and the stiffler out, stiffling out and said... We're going to give you three episodes on the same day, which is fairly unheard of for the most part. You know, a two-episode premiere, I get that, but a three-episode premiere, that's 25% of the show done on the first day. I mean, that's going to be exciting to try and cover that, and I can't wait because sometimes the problem is when I watch two episodes, I think, oh, man, I want to watch the third one now. So now we're going to get that third one. I'm looking forward to that, and... I've got to imagine that the reason they've pushed it back is for exactly the reason you said, and other people, along with our buddy, like people like Bespin and that, have have all kind of hypothesised that this is being moved because you know Rings of Power, House of the Dragon, even She Hulk as well to a lesser extent are big hitters. They are going to take some audience away from each other at times, especially if one gets good reviews and the other doesn't. People are going to move away. Andor doesn't want yeah. to get caught in the middle of that. As fans in our Star Wars bubble, mm-hmm. we're digging it. We, this is the one I'm looking forward mm-hmm. to. Rings mm-hmm. of Power, mm-hmm. looking forward to it. House of the Dragon, fine, on the fence with. She-Hulk, probably not going to watch as I haven't with a lot of the Marvel shows. But Andor <laughs> is the one I'm looking forward to. So I would watch this yeah. over anything, but the general public in the streaming wars, they've got to pick and choose wisely. And if Andor has a slightly free run and it gets good good reviews, which we hope it does, then it isn't going to be particularly tied down by, oh man, I've also got to watch this show and that show at the same time, which has a similar appeal. So I think it's it's is it it's not disappointing because this isn't like a oh look at Lucasfilm dropping a ball again. Oh, no, I know, I think no. this is the opposite. I think we give credit oh. where credit's due and this is smart. Three weeks. Okay. We'll wait three weeks. We're still getting 12 episodes. We're now getting an extra one on the same day, mate. If anything, whilst it's three weeks waiting, this is big. This is a bigger win because it's going to have free run on the highway, free love on the free love freeway. Oh. And it's going to get an extra episode out of this as well. So I can't really see any way in which this isn't a bit of a win. Free love on the free love freeway. Free love freeway. It's free. Yeah, I'm long. long. That's it. That's it. I long. I nearly got That's it wrong. It. I got it back. She's got yeah, it back. <laughs> you did it, mate. You did it. That's our uh, impromptu oh. David Brent uh, sing along there. Best so, version of The Office. Do you know what? Um, the only version. I, 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 I think the only version. I think it's wise. I think it's a wise move. If only they did something like this for Solo, you know? Um, yeah, well, well yeah. Are you, you know, however, they are doing it 30 days beforehand. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm, <laughs> yeah. This isn't okay. like a masterful chess move, guys. Yeah, this um, is... 
late in the day to tell us, I think anyway, to tell us, oh, by the way, we're moving it by 20 days. But then again, it's only by 20 days. So if it were, you know, oh, we're moving this a year, no, I'd be angry right now. I'd be annoyed. Oh, yeah. I'd, that's where the conversation would change. You know, it is only 20 days. So I understand it more, right? I understand it more. Uh, I do think it is a good move. I do think it is wise that they're not um, over, uh, underestimating, you know, Rings of Power and House of the Dragon and, and even their own yeah. Disney property. And and also it's worth noting, and I don't know this off the top of my head, and, <laughs> and uh, I mean, the trailer only just dropped for us. So <laughs> I've yeah. not had a time to <laughs> yeah. investigate this, but also it might be better for the Disney schedule. You know, Disney Plus schedule is so. really busy. So maybe it works out well. We're getting three episodes at the start. I think yeah, if you do the maths on it, you know, we're only down two shows where we would be, right? Two episodes where we would be. Otherwise, yeah. like, it's not It's not major. It's not major at all. I think all. you're right, mate. I, yeah, so I want to throw so, the question back at you. Sorry, mate. Just to, yeah, just, on, to, just because of what you've just said mm. about the date, I want to throw it back at you now because you we mentioned that this episode, this trailer, sorry, dropped on the first of August, and now this means that the show isn't coming out for seven weeks rather than you know you, you drop it now. You've only got four weeks till the show comes out. Great timing. What do you you know? Does that change your thinking about it? You know the fact that they've released this final trailer you know, not four weeks out, but seven weeks out. Or, you know, is that fairly standard? No issues there? It's just they, they, they're getting their free run to drop us, so they did it. Well, they've dropped um, the official trailer. You're right. And it's, it's, um, it gives us plenty of time. Like you said earlier, mate, you alluded to it earlier, you know, that gives us time to get to know Andor as a character again, to remind people that this is from the creators of Rogue One. You know, the normals, Rogue One, you remember that film? Yeah. A lot of people liked that film, you remember that? Yeah, well, these the same team, same guys making it. Oh, okay. Mm, yeah. You know, it people... Feels like it too. Yeah, man. Like, people... It's going to give people a wee bit more time to get to know this series. You know, they're, they're, they're starting to step up the marketing for it early now. Now, like Otherwise, it would have been maybe a bit normal for a Disney Plus show. But no, they're doing it a bit earlier. Um... And who who's to say that we don't get uh, an official trailer too, like we used to get for the films? You know, maybe, that kind so, of thing. maybe they've dropped it now so they don't drop it when those shows are coming out potentially mm-hmm. as well. Maybe it's oh, because yeah, they're it's the calm before that storm. Maybe maybe we've answered it ourselves. But um, mm. you, you're right; we may get tre- teaser true, te- teaser two, teaser true. I can't say it. teaser two. Um, I've had too much Coca Cola. <laughs> Um, but oh, one thing head. I think we know we're definitely going to get is we're going to get a, you know, a smorgasbord of TV spots. So this isn't yeah. the last of the footage we're going to see. Nah. But, um, I, I was really impressed with this. The, the date change doesn't bother me now because we're getting an extra episode. It doesn't bother me because the trailer was very, very good. So if anything, it makes me yearn for this oh. that little bit more. So, oh, we're not getting it as soon as I thought we we're going to get it. One thing, one more thing. Um, the AK forty seven at the beginning. Does it bother you that much? No, I've because seen a of few what, people. Yeah, go on. I remember Roger Christian said on our show, the Academy Award winning Roger Christian. Yeah, all the, sets, all, the all the guns on a New Hope are just real guns. They just put they just glued something on it. Exactly, it doesn't bother me whatsoever. It's, I do. I think mean, to be that, honest, I probably I wouldn't have been able to pick it out of a lineup anyway, unless you had unless I'd seen it that it was an AK. I don't know what gun is. It's just a big gun in it. 
I, oh, do you know what? I wish I could say the same. I knew that was an AK-47 from the get-go. Maybe that says a Call bit more duty. about my childhood video, video games than, yeah. <laughs> than not. Oh, which, which kids shouldn't play. Which, well, anyway, violent video games. That's a different, that's a different conversation. <laughs> but a different anyway. Pod. Yeah, different podcast, different podcast. Uh, yeah, it doesn't bother me. I mean, it's black, in it? Painted black, has some stuff glued onto yeah. it. Yeah, there we go. That'll do. It's going to have plasma bolts coming out of it, so who cares? If, if anything, I think it's probably a conscious decision. They want it to kind of be associated with guerrilla yep. warfare, which, of course, the AK-47 is, because since on. the fall of the Soviet Union, it's the, it's, well, it's the most distributed gun, I think, on the planet. Uh, so, I think it's a um, conscious choice, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I'd imagine so. I'd imagine so. And just like looking at this footage, mate, I, I'm looking through it again. I mean, loves what's it. not to love? The costumes, the oh, sets, dude. the effects, Costume the landscape, production design, the cinematography, mm. the music. Like you said, the kind of call and response rhythm at, at the beginning is bonkers good really yes. really good i hope the performances are as good as this these character uh, this cast of performance can give cassian at diego diego luna himself said you know every on according about the set everything's real everything's there we don't work with green screens though we did see some blue ones he said the mm-hmm. stuff is built the props work they make noises suddenly i'm a big kid on the set yeah. again so that's diego luna bigging up the show there as well that everything is tangible and you, it's going to have a big impact on how people see this show because Mando looks and feels great, but you know it's on the volume because you've been told that. Now, yeah, subconsciously, true. we know that it's not, and it's going to have that big budget feel. And this, this is a get make no mistake, Andor is a has been a huge production, a huge undertaking, the biggest of any of the Disney Plus shows of them all, including Marvel and everything else. Dude. This has been massive and it's starting to show isn't it do you know what 121 i've just realized you know there's and again i know we'll be wrapping up in a second but i'm just what i'm just watching through the trailer and every time i'm like oh and again like what you said because we know that it's shot on location a lot of this stuff mm. at 121 a cassian's running through like a corridor there's water there's pipes and there's brickwork yep. And and this is going to sound really geeky. This is going to be a bit of architecture geekiness. Loves the building. But the brickwork looks like British brickwork. So I'm looking mm-hmm. at that. I'm like, oh right, okay, that's interesting. I'm thinking, oh mate, like West Hanningfield, isn't it? Yeah, West Hanningfield. Yeah. And they they were at the, they were at the plant. They were at the kind of the 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 um the treatment works filming. So maybe it was something there. <gasps> oh, we started mate, to see this these. Is so we're starting to see these uh, locations that we've been to, and you can, obviously it opens up on the Highlands. You can't mistake that they are the Scottish Highlands in all of yes. their oh, utter beauty. And so this is beautiful, so beautiful. This is going to do an awful lot. Not that the beauty of Scotland needs highlighting, but I think this show is going to do an awful lot to promote Scotland. A kind of how, to a lesser extent, like Lord of the Rings did for New Zealand. I think a lot of the mm-hmm. shots there, the big panoramic vista shots of Scotland look. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. unbelievable and there's a there are and yeah look wood pla- woodland planets we haven't seen it we only saw one sand planet we're getting slightly different terrains and biomes there's this cool shot of a ship flying over what looks like kind of multicolored solar panels on the floor which i think looks yeah, really cool as well arms, something like that yeah, yeah the coruscant obviously and the, uh-huh. the there's this kind of 
I don't know if it's a prison or something, but the the inmates we've seen the the, tra- the clip in the first trailer. Mm-hmm. They're walking through this tunnel and they're in these white clothes and they've got no shoes on. That looks really cool and interesting as well. That looks very very different. It's this big kind of industrial cityscape uh, setting. So we're not. So we're, whilst we're not using the volume, they're not. Uh, they're not still not scrimping on these very Star Warsy or galactic sci fi looking locations and Coruscant mate has never looked better we're not the only ones who've wanted to see coruscant back but now they've done it it looks amazing so i I really can't fall other than um one or two things here and there and and stead and scars scars guard saying cassian ander other than that there's not much i didn't like about this mate (laughs) i cannot wait for this show to come out i've been banging the drum like an idiot for long enough this has yeah. justified to me why I've really I've been looking forward to it. I'm so glad other people are getting on board the train now, mate. Bring it on. This has done this like has done what it. a trailer should do. Gets yeah. people excited and it's made my hype go up. But I'm assuming though, mate, your hype has gone from here, which is the top of my head, to way above my head. Yeah. It was pretty high. It was pretty high. Anyway, after the it's teaser high. and after just me generally just growing on the idea and the concept of the show in the first place, um, I'm really excited for me, mate. I, I like it. I like it. Three episode premiere though, mate. Three Ooh. episodes. Like, what are they doing to us? What are they, you know, it's a lot, isn't it? Did you just say fit? They said they're feeding us. <laughs> oh, it is fitness, peng, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, yeah no, it is. A, yes, it's a big. That might be a day off work job. that because that's a. I I want to I want to roll around in that and oh goodness three episodes. You got to imagine is, you know, two hours fifteen minutes. It's feature length. That's that's if they're forty five minutes a pop. You know, bring it on, man! I'm very excited. I'm already like like excitedly dreading this. <laughs> In in the best in the best way in the best the way. I'm, like I know I'm like oh I'm not going to sleep properly that night. <laughs> you know I'm never like right eight o'clock. Misses will be like oh look you're right yeah and no, I'm let me just cracking on get just leave me alone for the next three hours okay leave me alone or however long don't know how long it'll be it might be super Here's special money length. go shopping or whatever. If you had to describe this trailer, Matty boy, um. With one word, one word, mate, you know, how would you describe it? For me, it would be validating. But for the wider audience, for my overall thoughts on the trailer, I thought I'm going to come out and say it. Excellent. Excellent. What about you, mate? Your one word to describe and or the trailer. I'm going to say large. (laughs) Like, you imagine like, Liam Gallagher, like large, large, <laughs> shine. in that in that like Manchester accent, large. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, just Did no. I it? think I think it just looks big in the most Star Warsy way. It's a galaxy far, far away. It's a big galaxy. It's a big, big galaxy. And you know, right now, Star Wars is getting a lot of shows. It's getting a lot of content. But, you know, if the content is up to this quality and, again, longevity, if they, if I can just in a few years' time just go, do you know what, I'm going to shove on a bit of Andor, then success. Success for me. Matty boy, I am so excited. 
hi, this is Daniel Roebuck. Yeah, and uh, hey, hold on, get out of the microphone. This is Green Stridus. Yeah, you know me from Jedi Fallen Order. You know what you're listening to, do you? You're listening to Star Wars Sessions, probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. Hey, uh, Grease, would you just wait a second? Can I? I'm talking. Just uh, no, I'm talking. Okay, Grease, c- calm down a second. Listen, everybody. Uh, uh, yeah, Star Wars podcast. It's called Star Wars Sessions. Uh, listen to it whenever you can. Grease, anything? Yeah, he's now he's silence. Ridiculous. What's a discussion about a fabulous trailer? I don't oh. know if I noticed or not. I don't think they were, but I know. I, th- I think a few people in the trailer. We're having a couple of drinky poos, my friend, which is apt because we have pulled the Essex Falcon up outside our favourite dusty drinking hole, the Bantina. Shall we? Let's do it. Come on. Can I offer you a libation to celebrate the closing of our shared narrative? A libation. Can I persuade you to join us for a drink? Absolutely. Give me the spiciest drink you've got. Pour me another Park Kellen sling. Where are you going, Master? For a drink? Yes, the band Tina. We're back here once more to uh, do what we do best. Well, talk Star Wars of all of you lot. For those who are new to the show or old, each week we sit down here in the band Tina with you lot, the greatest listeners in the galaxy. We have a couple of Kef beers and we get your thoughts on our main discussion. So fairly late in the day, we asked... For your thoughts on the Andor trailer, and it, and it didn't matter how, if you had a couple of hours, two days, a week, or five minutes, you guys always deliver. We got some more great comments, mm-hmm. didn't we, mate? Oh yes, we did across the interwebs, and uh, you guys were quick to jump on this, as were we. Sometimes things just work out for our recording schedule. You know, it's, it's, it's happy days. It's happy days. Uh, part-time adult messaged us this. He said, "This low-key." This will low-key be the best TV series. Mate, I mean, for me, mate, boy, it's going to take a lot to top The Mandalorian. I love The Mandalorian. It has a lot of heart. But I think if there is a series to compete with that and top it, right now, you know, I think Andor might have a good shot. It might have a good shot. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Sean Sculthorpe said he can't wait for this like a lot of people uh, said the same thing Uh, Alex Jessup he says this trailer looks immense I'm now officially looking forward to this show and I'm happy to wait what piqued me is seeing that Senate room again I'm loving the prequel vibes yes jessup you naughty boy uh, luke summerfield the king of wales he says smother me in battery and or goodness i will miss my lightsabers though oh there we go interesting. there we go interesting stuff uh eve he says most star wars content i've seen in ages and probably the best argument against the volume it felt so much more real and i don't know tangible Unlike some of the recent releases, it seems less like just throw Star Wars content out there and people will love it and more relevant, grounded and genuine. We love that comment. That's a good one. And Phil Aitbean, he says, get in, son. Looks wicked. A new release date is bad news, uh, though. Either way, look, 
mostly positive stuff. It's it, our post ain't even been on for that long, but it's mostly positive stuff. I've even had a few people uh, message me. My mate Phil Callingham messaged me out of the blue, just Dad. said, "Mate, look, look, tra- new Andor trailer looks fantastic." Mind blown emojis. Glover, he messaged me saying, "Mate, love the new Andor trailer." You know, it's generating buzz. It's generating buzz. That is amongst you know geeky friends. So bear that in mind. What about? Uh, elsewhere on the interwebs mate boy what are people saying mate well i've been surfing the web my man i found a few more comments from fans of the show and fans of the wars in the stars mariam skywalker said it's spectacular and the moody lorian commented it's super spectacular uh sam said oh, it's amazing i'd hoped to see bail organa but mon mothma mm. saw Gerrera, and the cinematography are awesome stephen cannon he said massive scale this one will really flesh out the growth of the Rebel Alliance. That Star Destroyer shot. Uh, Fernando Campos, he's an interesting one. He said, I'll admit, when I first heard about the series, I wasn't thrilled. Mm-hmm. This trailer is fire. Mm-hmm. There we go. There's that one mm-hmm. again. Um, our boy, uh, the King of South End, Jamie Richards. Awesome cast, if nothing else. So can't tell if that's positive or negative, Jamie. You're, you're usually good at telling a story, so let us know. And Alan <laughs> Sosa said, so good. I'm really looking forward to seeing this show. Lee Drain, it looks superb. I'm not bothered about the delay, but why premiere three episodes? So mainly positive. No root, nothing there necessarily negative. You know, even our boy Jamie Richards is bigging up the cast. A couple of people yep. mentioned in the three episodes to start with. But it's interesting to see people having a little bit of a turnabout on this show mm-hmm. from being really not really bothered to actually, yeah. this is good. Now, the power yeah. of marketing, the power of a good trailer and good content, mate, it's, that's all you need. Is this the best Star Wars trailer you Ooh. have seen for a Star Wars TV show? Oh, that is a filthy question. <laughs> that I mean, that Kenobi trailer they dropped with the Duel of the Fates was, you know, and Battle of the Heroes, that you know that did something to me man that gave me the fuzzies all over hearing uh, and seeing those shots and seeing our mm-hmm. boy back mm-hmm. the the mando trailers have been very good boba fett trailers i don't really remember them but i think they were quite good uh, and that's not <laughs> a site on the show i just don't really remember them very well, well this that's is probably up there. Yeah, yeah yeah this is up there it's between this and maybe that first kenobi one with jewel of the fates and battle of the heroes but this genuinely Ooh. is up there because you don't this this again this trailer or c series doesn't need an obi-wan a you and a hayden a darth vader to to sell its quality in fact it's done that just via what the trailer's showing us the, the morsels it's feeding us has got a lot of people very excited so that's all it takes what about you though mate I, i'm feeling that this is going to be quite high for you too yeah i think this is high it's very high i but I, I listen i like the teaser as well i like the te- i love me that mongolian throat singing you know at the start a bit like mando season two trailer man i remember that i I, 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 know off, the who. I don't know if i have a soft spot for the mando or you know watching the mando trailer um the dodgy celebration footage from celebration oh, yeah. chicago ah. 2019 yeah. as well you're like watching yeah. that you'd just be like oh mate this gives me the feels and you're seeing secondhand footage so obviously but i do think in in short yes mate i do think this is probably one of the best uh star wars trailer it just generally i think it's i think it's mm-hmm. up there with the best including the films mate including the films just in terms of scope and quality 
acting quality. It just looks, I'm telling you, just rewatch this trailer, guys, and look at the scope yeah. and the landscapes and my, oh, my. You know, wherever you sit on the Disney <laughs> fence and Lucasfilm, and to be honest, I don't care. <laughs> the, mm-hmm. you, what you can't say about them is they don't, is that they can't put a trailer together. They can absolutely, whoever they outsource this to, they know how to make a trailer from The Force Awakens yeah. up till now. They know yeah. how to make a trailer. They know what the music to use, the beats, the moments, the voiceover parts. They, they can do it. And the majority of the time, the trailer is a reflection of how good the film is. Not all the streaming series, not always, but the majority of the time. So mm-hmm. I've got high hopes for Andor, and it seems like a lot of you guys do as well. But if you didn't hear your comments read out this week on the Bantina, don't give up hope. Rebellions are built on hope. We'll do everything we can to get you featured on an upcoming edition of The Bantina. For extra content, go to patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions. You know it's going to be so good. Best podcast. Best podcast. Mm, that's punk ass. Yeah, that's right. It's the cheapest part of the Buddha Buddha It's the Patreon question section. And to kick us off this week is Scott Fisher, the tank. He asks this Essex clone here. He starts his question off with My July Patreon question is quite simply Are there, if any, costume plans for Star Wars Celebration next year? Will we see. The return of Master Bly's George Lucas. Well, <laughs> Scotty boy, that's a phenomenal question, but we got to hand it over to Matty boy first. Matty boy, tell the people about your Padme Amidala cosplay that you're planning, well, mate. My Padme Amidala, I'm going as Padme Amidala. in the Geonosis Arena battle where she has the, uh, where somehow she loses half of her top. <laughs> just at some point during a battle I'm going as that Padme or I'm going as fireplace seductive Padme so uh, if you see me there you know come yeah. and ask me some awkward chat up lines a la Anakin Skywalker but this is a great question mate uh, on the point I would love to see the Master Blywalker George Lucas cosplay if you haven't seen it we've got a fabulous reel on our Instagram please do go and take 30 seconds to uh, to watch that thousands of people around the world if not more have decided to do just that so please got tens of thousands so please go check that out in short for me no because i i wouldn't know where to start i like to leave it to the professionals like yourself scott scott is a superb clone commander i don't want to say cosplay because that he's just he's a clone to me the clone commander so i leave it to the people who know what they're doing I've always joked, maybe I could be a Gamorrean guard as I am now. Hopefully by the time celebration comes, because I'm starting my workout regime, hopefully I'll be a bit more kind of Ben Solo. <laughs> so maybe I'll just walk around without, without a cowl. But, uh, I don't have any plans to do that as celebration, mainly because for, you know, part of celebration for a fair bit of it, we're going to be, well, we'll be, we'll be doing it for the session. So um, I would like people to recognise who we are so we can get them on the mics and all that and if I'm dressed up as a Gamorrean they might scare them away but for me mate uh, simply uh, no because I just I'm not that creative to do that but uh, what about you Lukey boy are we are you going to whip out the Lucas or the Cal Kestis or something else I mean it's unlikely because I'll just get too hot Scott There's I'll a- just get too hot like I'll get too hot to mate um, you make everyone know, else too I- hot as well if 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 I'm you know 
maybe the George, maybe the George will come out, even if it's just for the afternoon or something, or for a, like a party or something. Do you know what I mean? Like maybe, <laughs> maybe then, maybe don't then. Tease us. Maybe I don't know though. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Um, I've got to do that at some point. I've got to do that at some point because that got yes. such good feedback and people were like, oh, my days. Uh, so, and, uh, and that was great. That was great. Yeah, but for me, mate, it's I fun. think the main reason is I'll just get too hot and I, and we get so busy. And if we do end up to like, I don't know, if, if I'm urinating next to <laughs> Doug Chang, then... I'm going to want to be like, excuse me, mate. I actually do a Star Wars podcast. This is while we're urinating. I'm going to, excuse yeah. me, mate. We do a Star Wars podcast. Would you mind if me and my mate, my, co- my co-host, George? just in the cubicle? You're like, you're right, mate. And uh, I'll be like, yeah. We- do you mind if we just grab grab the microphones uh, quick, quick, quick five minutes? I know Matty Boy would be up there like a rat up a drain pipe. You don't need hands. Um, yeah, you're damn right. Um, um, but one of the things about so, LFCC was when I was queuing for the uh, for the Lavi, someone was dressed up as Obi Wan, which was really odd just to see. Like, a, I know Obi Wan's going for wee as well, even a Jedi wee's. Yeah, of course, you know, of course, in Jedi wee, everyone Watto wee's, or does he? Maybe that's why he's so strong. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, I think you're right. You know, Boba Fett, you know, has to have a poo sometimes, so it's snatching. He's like a pokemon and he has like a super soaker ability and it's just stored up urine um it's a great question though scotty but we'll see in short we'll see it's looking unlikely because we'll be so busy but we love you mate and i'm sure you're going to be dressed up even if it's not for 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 all of it for some of the days uh can't wait to to see you there mate can't wait to see you there scott love you mate yeah, shout out, nice one, Scott, if, and, and everyone, everyone listening. If you are coming to Celebration London, firstly, hit us up on the days. We can't wait to see you. Secondly, let us know if you are going to be uh, cosplaying because we know who to look out for as well. So let and let the world know who you're going to be cosplaying. Let this be your way to plug yourself a little bit. Um, yeah. Cheers, Scott, mate. Moving on, we've got Tubular Tommy who says Tubular checking in. No question. <laughs> Just letting you know I'm engaged. Huh. Congratulations, Tommy, mate. Turns out there is a woman out there who can tolerate my healthy obsession with a galaxy far, far away. Well, lucky lady, I say. Wait, never mind. I've got a question. <laughs> oh, here we go. Each, give me your best Star Wars related pickup line at a bar. So, Tommy, mate, first up, congratulations on becoming engaged to you and Mrs. Tommy as well. This, These are July questions, so we are a few weeks behind giving you that. Congrats, but... Yeah, really great news, mate. Cheers yeah, for letting lovely. us know that. And Lukey boy, mm. uh, let's just say in a galaxy far, far away, you are this. We're well, already handsome, but you're a handsome scoundrel smuggler. And you think, you know what? I'm going to chuck out, chuck out a chat line at the bar. What one would you pick? I would say, I hate sand. <laughs> it's coarse. It's rough, and it gets everywhere. That's it, it mate. You know, if you're at Comic Con, come on, come on. There we go. Star Celebration, wherever. If if you, if you're on the prowl, then that's your line. That is your line. I hate sand. That's it. It's a classic. It's it a works timeless in the universe. It's a timeless classic. What about you, Matty boy? What what are you saying? I'm I'm just keeping it simple. Um, well, another one, well, another one that worked was I slaughtered them. I slaughtered them all like animals and not just men women and children too. But um, here's a cheesy one. Knock, knock. Who's there? Yoda. Yoda who? Yoda won for me. Uh, 
I mean, one, the best dog, and they get you a drink, drink over the head. What is? Um, oh, trying uh, to drink over it. Oh. Did it? Did it hurt when he fell from Cloud City? Um, oh, I like size that. matters not. How many? How many more can you come out with? Oh, I've got one. Are you an angel? <laughs> I've got one as well. Yeah, go on. You're nothing. Oh yes, but not to me. That, that's the one my wife likes. <laughs> oh my she god, is that how her. you wooed your wife? She Apparently, loves nothing, but not to me. She loves that scene, man. She creases at that scene. I like. would love to get that on like an engagement, is- on like a engagement card one day for my future fiance. If that come- day comes, you're nothing, but not to me. It is kind of good, though. It is kind of good, though. You're nothing. You're nothing. What a charmer one. I love it. I love it. Um, Of course, you could just, like, you could maybe just keep it easy. Spit some facts. You know, spit some facts. People love that. You can be like, oh, um, oh, you know, uh, the guy who had the concept originally for Rogue One. Like, yeah. Like, well, he also uh, made photoshop so yes good show i mean come on come on and if worse comes to worse just get dave dunn to be your wingman so oh mate no 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 because dave dunn he takes the attention he takes center stage (laughs) wherever he is you know we need to do another collector's guild soon anyway so yes we'll get one of those for those thank you everyone who supported that show there will be more uh, my final chat-up line would be, have you ever heard the tragedy of Darth Plagueis? Oh, uh, yeah, a classic. You're I mean, You're in there, mate. But, marriage, um, Tommy, mate, mate marriage. congratulations on the great news, mate. Uh, we certainly hope you drop one of these chat-up lines for your soon-to-be wife. If not, you've failed already. But uh, again, everybody out there, please give us your best Star Wars-related pick-up lines, which we are going to hear you say at a Star Wars Sessions after party at Celebration. Uh, cheers, Tommy, mate. Yeah, thank you so much, Tommy. You absolute leg end. We loves you. Up next, we've got Jimmy Adams all the way from Kansas. I hear he's making a trip, a pilgrimage to London town later this month. Jimmy, you got a voice message for us. Let's hear it, mate. Hey, Matt and Luke, it's Jimmy from Kansas. I hope all is well and spicy across the pond. I just watched the footage of San Diego Comic-Con from Marvel's new timeline. They have so many new shows, movies, and looks to be mapped out until 2025-26. The new trailer for She-Hulk shows so much through thought and coordination with other stories. How is it that we only have slim details and nothing concrete it seems for Star Wars? I know there have been setbacks, but the Mouse House has the power resources to get who they want and what they want. I really don't buy to the burned out on content theory. I can't get enough and I know there are plenty of Star Wars fans that would love more. It is a great time to be a Star Wars fan, but I would love it if we had a roadmap of movies and shows that didn't keep falling through. Do you think Lucasfilm needs to do something different? Do they need new leadership, new ideas, new stories? Is Star Wars only about nostalgia now? Is it possible for Star Wars to be similar in scale and scope of the MCU? Would you want that? I think I would. I'm not 100%. Love to know what you guys think. Thanks, fellas. Right. Fantastic question, Jimmy. Fantastic question. Um, I think we chatted a wee bit about this last week. A wee bit about yeah. this last week. Um, but the direct question, I don't think we, we've, we've, we've ever had anything like that before. So, Matty Boy, 
Uh, you up first, buddy. What, what are you saying? Star Wars being more like the MCU? Cool. Uh, no, I don't really want that. Uh, not because of anything against Marvel. I know I like Marvel, but it works mm-hmm. for Marvel and it works for that style of storytelling. But you can't replicate that. Or if you can, mm-hmm. you've somehow struck lightning in a bottle twice. And, you know, Star Wars does have that. And I know Lukey Boy will punch me through the screen, but Star Wars has it, it utilizes as many vari- formats as possible. Streaming, animated, video games, books, comics, obviously the live action stuff as well. So it, it, it kind of is, but it just spreads it out more. And if you want to know more about Han Solo and Princess Leia's wedding, well, there's a book out there for you. If, if you want to know more about other stuff, and you know, there's a comic for you, whatever. Uh, so they, they do do that. It's just not quite as condensed in the in a cinematic universe so mm-hmm. i'm quite happy with how it is at the minute we did mention in the other week that we would like to see you know more details and a little bit more structure and stability in terms of the filmmaking announcements and pr- and process but in terms of a, a change of leadership at the top nope uh, i'm you know i'm fine with kathleen kennedy she doesn't need my validation she doesn't, she doesn't need my approval but we we've all said it's nothing new we know there's been many mistakes made at executive level in Lucasfilm but sometimes the results can outweigh what happens behind the scenes i.e. Rogue One uh, and uh, a few other things as well so no I don't think so I think I think they're learning a little bit more I think they're pumping the brakes on the films because of that I'm happy with the state of Star Wars as a whole I want to see more films we spoke about that last week but in terms of an MCU style format I, I think we kind of have our own version of that but it's not quite as reliant on people diving into it. You don't have to read all the books and the comics and play all the games to know to to know the whole story. If you do, it'll enrich your experience. But it's not a necessity. It's not required. But it's there for you. Whereas obviously the MCU, the films and the TV are interlinked. So you, so you have to. So all the stuff that's coming out, you've got to keep on top of it if you want to know, want to know what's going on. Mm-hmm. I don't really want Star Wars to do that. The volume, excuse the pun, that we're getting in the minute, I think is manageable. I think it's no, I think it's fine. You know, the Mandoverse, four or five shows spread out over, I don't know how long it's going to be, seven, seven years, maybe eight years. Perfect, fine for me. So, uh, I, I think Marvel have done an incredible job of what they're doing over there. But I think Star Wars, like Luke alluded to the other week, is its own beast, and it needs to be treated like that. I don't think we need to replicate any other franchise. I think yep. we're doing it okay at the minute. I think we've learned from the mistakes. So, um, yep. no, I, I think uh, a few tweaks here and there, but I don't think there's anything to worry about, mate. But what about you? An MCU-style format, or do we need change up top? I mean, the first question you have to ask of all of this is why? You know, why would we want to be like the uh, Marvel Okay, well, we might want to be like Marvel because at one point, Endgame was the biggest film of all time. At one point. Globally, not in the United States, not in the United Kingdom, not in anywhere on the Anglosphere, only in China. Okay. Streaming series, biggest show on Disney Plus. Well, it's a Star Wars show, The Mandalorian. So. Again, we're taking. I, I, I feel like we take gold for that. And I, I feel like even with. The end games talk, you know, if you were to take some of, like some, some of these territories like China out of it, you know, these films wouldn't be performing as well. 
um, Star Wars historically just doesn't do well in China for whatever reason. I think there's probably historical reasons for that. And also maybe even the message in the films, maybe. I don't know. Um, but that's complex and can't be answered in a few minutes. So again, let's ask why. Um, financially, Star Wars seems to be in a pretty good place. Uh, albeit by episode nine you've got a downward trajectory you know episode nine rise of skywalker is the only third installment of a star wars trilogy that brought in less money than its predecessor the middle yes. film um is the only one that did that so you know that might you know people might look at that and go hang on we've got a bit of an issue here i would agree with that okay so with that why i would agree with that you have almost like an upward trend for marvel and a downward trend for star wars cinematically however um we all know the reasons for that we all know the reasons for that and i don't think i need to answer that i don't think i need to answer that right now i think people got issues with the sequels and i understand why i think some people had burnout with the films and again I understand why. Um, does would it be nice if Lucasfilm had more clarity with their plans? Yeah, absolutely. Like what I said last week, absolutely. I would love that. But when we start comparing Star Wars to something like the MCU, and they're slapping out, you know, a twenty-project plan, no, 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 no. Marvel needs a plan like this. Marvel needs a timeline like, like this because Marvel is happy to slap out 20 projects in the next few years or whatever it is, whatever the number is. That's a lot, mate. Right? That is a lot. And, and it it's is daunting. I wouldn't be confident that Lucasfilm could actually deliver on that at the minute, no, but that's another can. story. We mentioned that, but yeah. But also, I wouldn't want that, mate. I wouldn't want that. And I, like I said, I'm a casual Marvel fan. I go to see the stuff. I watch the TV shows. And I'm even looking at that Marvel slate and thinking, flaming heck, that, you know, that is a lot of content. That's a lot of hours. It's daunting. What is going on here? Yeah, is it all necessary? And I, I've been thinking about that, actually, this week. I've been thinking, like, you know, is, is something like... Um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier necessary, you know, because they're going to make a Captain America film now, and I, I, I bet, I, I bet they will explain the plot of that series that had X mm-hmm. amount of episodes in it in the first oh, few six, minutes yeah. of the film, you know. So it, it, it can't, you kind of you can't help but look at this stuff and go, yeah, but does that need to happen? That's a slippery slope to go down. Quality over quantity. Does there need to be more planning? Yes. But, Jimmy, I, I would say patience. Let's see what happens. I'd, I'd, I'd really like to think, and I think there's a lot of indica- indications that imply that Lucasfilm have learned their lessons. Um, but I'd like to think that, yeah, they are planning stuff out now. They're planning, which sounds like such an obvious thing to say unfortunately (laughs) but um leadership i think i understand why it would be up for uh, for a review for some people i'd understand that actually um i think your biggest problem is trying to replace kathleen kennedy like who you know who's gonna do that job who's gonna want to do that job yeah um but then again, we've we've chatted about that before. It doesn't necessarily have to be someone well known in the showbiz. So it's a very 
It's it's a very big question, Jimmy. And again, I think we went over a lot of the details last week, and 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 uh, I, I I think you sent this in uh, before that anyway. Yes. So so you know, we, we're just elaborating a little bit. In short, would we like to like Star Wars to adopt a more MCU approach to storytelling? In short, no, never, never. Yeah, it comes down to having that singular vision as well. We've you mentioned Falcon. I don't want to go on too much. We mentioned it in the last episode, but Wonder Vision was very good. But I feel Doctor Strange too took what made that so good and just threw it out the window, mm-hmm. and you know just decided to compl- sort of change the meaning of what that show was. And mm-hmm. uh, that's the problem when you have and the sequel trilogy suffered from this as well when you have different filmmakers of different points of view and different opinions on where the story should go and you haven't got that clear vision this is what happens you get inconsistencies and you get things which feel inconsequential slightly because of the actions of a an, a film that's come out afterwards it can work on the other way that actually you can make something retroactively better like a rogue one did for example but mm-hmm. it, it, you know star wars would need that and i think it i, I think the time has passed now almost as well unless they are going to be very specific and say we are now having a our own cinematic universe and every film that we bring out is only going to be forward thinking we're going to be telling every film is going to be in the timeline after the one that came before it because we can't go back in time too much now because you know because then you're playing in the sky it's it becomes messy i think they've almost lost that i think the way they do it is set it in a new era it's true you can have hints and nods to what came before and afterwards to tie it all up a bit but i don't think yep. it needs to be one long saga i think marvel was killing that over there for the most in terms of how they've done it and the uh the execution of it Luke boy oh yes mm. oh this week i had a drink this time all right that's down. it comes down to that mate but yeah, yeah in short nah no I, I know in short no change a few things up but we don't need to have a we don't need to be copying anyone not because we're better net per se but let's just you know let you know let's have our own identity eh credit where credit's due i do think the tv shows have done a pretty decent job of staying on track and people and, and lucas on communicating when stuff is going to come out and yes yeah, and and uh and what's going to come out do you know what i mean like it, they've, mm-hmm. they've done a pretty decent job yeah. um and how so, they feed into the films as well and how they yeah. expand on the story that's yeah, what yeah. again that's expanded canon is there for to make the films better and they do yeah. and this, I think the series are doing that and they're making each other better like Boba and Amanda and stuff like that are making each other better so um, yeah. Yeah, I think they're, they're handling it well there mate good shout but I do think this just you know this conversation this question everything once again just highlights the need for new Star Wars films so yeah. great question though Jimmy uh, Tommy Scott thank you so much for those fantastic questions and contributions and good use of Patreon very good use of Patreon uh, and Jimmy Scott all of you guys oh, all, everyone who's coming to the Super Star Wars Night in East London uh, can't wait to see you there you bunch of Star Wars sickheads what that guy said we'll fight about these answers in person in a few weeks but great questions guys we'll be back again for the august selection of questions next week however bartender sorry about the mess but like i've just said we're coming back here in the bantina same time next week ladies 
It's the Star Wars Sessions Game! Yes, it's here. It's that time of the week. We don't want to leave you guys uh, or hanging. We don't want to let you go empty-handed. Each week, we always end with a Star Wars-themed game. We alternate who's going to host it. This week, it's my turn to host it. So, Lukey Boy, oh. do you want to know what you're playing this week? Uh, yes, of course. OBVS OBS. Well, up top, we mentioned oh. we celebrated and we were reveling in the fact that it's coming home. Football's coming yes. home. The Lionesses did yes. it. We love them for it. It's coming home, mate. It's home. However, in a galaxy far, far away, mate, you know, sometimes you might be on your ship. You might be coming back from battle and you, th- you might think, well, I want to go home. I want to go back to my home world. So I'm going to give you some characters, mate, and I want you to tell me where they hail from. What is their home world? Not their, uh, where their oh. birthplace. Where, where were these characters born? Where would home be? Oh, you these are characters. Joking. Okay. Yep. It should be fun. This is going to be dreadful. Go on, hit me with it. <laughs> Give me a hit me gun. with it. Right. So, right, uh, DJ, hit the music, my friend. Here we go. Luke Blywalker is coming home. Obi-Wan Kenobi wants to go home. What's his home planet? His home planet? Yeah. Um, oh, it's my stupid word. Ah, oh, I mean, there we go. It's a like, mix-up of uh, a first name and a surname, I think. Um. Oh yeah, the planet of uh, Mary Jane. <laughs> well, <laughs> Marie Jane, Marjani, Marjani. Uh, no, I don't know, Mar- mate. Is it, uh, off Jane. the bat, is it mentioned in the films? No, but it's met, oh, George Lucas mentioned cut. it on a chat show before, and he just called it. He called it the name. Oh, I think it's on this guy's chat show. Jimmy, it's Jimmy Kimmel. No, but it's you know. Fallon. No, I thought you were going to say it then. No, no. G- Jimmel. <laughs> Kimmel. Not Jimmel. No, it's Fim- not Kimmel or Jimmel. J- Jalen. Jalen. Go on, That's put me out of misery. I know I'm on the right tracks because <laughs> now you've mentioned it, I remember. Go on. Jamal was a good, sh- a good show. It is. It's Stu John. Named after John Stewart. John Stewart. George yeah, was like, Stu John. He was on the John Stewart, Stewart show and he's just like, we'll just name it after you, mate. So Stu John has stayed. Um, okay. That was, a, that was an easy one to start with. How about yeah, the easy. next one then, mate? Here we go. Luke Skywalker. <sighs> Stupid <laughs> asteroid. Place. I'll give you half a point for that because you, stupid you know asteroid place that that somehow she's dying. We don't know how. <laughs> it seems she's lost the will to live. Medically, George can't write. Yeah, it just dies. Just dies. It's the rate. asteroid planet. You're right. It's not Tatooine. So yeah, you're right there. Oh, I know. Deep down, I know what it is. But under the clock, I struggle with this kind of thing. Go All on, right. put me out of misery. What is it? The asteroid planet thing was called Polis Massa. That's it. Yeah. So you Polis Massa. Yep. Because you didn't fall into the old uh, tattoo. Tattooing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True, um, true, true. I'll true. give you the next one. Where? Oh, come on. All right, all right, here we go. Here we go. I'll make you feel good. Han Solo. Uh, Corellia. 
Corellia is correct, my man. You're off the mark. Corellia, come on. What about Kira? Um, also Corellia. You dirtbag, that was a trick one, and you got it right, mate. Yes, oh, Kira nice. is a Corellian-born lass. Uh, yeah. queen. How about uh, so we're two and a half out of four, which is a pretty good return. What about Ahsoka okay. Tano? Ah, oh, Ahsoka Tano is. I didn't know from... this. You didn't know it? No. Oh my days. Um, my Gito. That's a good. You're what now? That's a good. <laughs> that's a good um, it is not the answer though. No, no. Go on. What is it? I don't know how to say this. It's Shilly, Shiley, S H I L I, Shiley, Shiley. What is it? S H S H I L I. All right, Shiley, Shiley Minogue. We love it. Anyway, so we are two and a half out of five. How about? Uh, Mon Mothma. Um, I'm going to straight up say Coruscant. Final answer? I know she... Do you know what? No, because she's a senator, isn't she? And she is a senator. She she is a representative of a planet. Yep. Um, Is it? It begins with C. Uh, Really? It It begins with C, eh? Well, it's just C, not A. Coruscant I'll stick with Coruscant Chandrilla Oh no I wouldn't have got that I wouldn't have got that What about Ben Solo What about Ben Solo Flaming Egg What are you doing to me Um, Was he born on Hosnian Prime it's not a bad shout. It's not. It's not right, but it's not a bad shout. Actually. Oh come on! You're killing you know me where here. Born? No, go on. Where? <laughs> Chandrilla. <laughs> he what? too was born on Chandrilla. That was his birthplace. Um, what a lad! All right. What about? Ah, come on. What about Sheevy Baby? Sheev Palpatine. Nabu. Nabu loves a bit of. Come Nabu. on. Watto. Tatooine. I'm going to make you... I'm going to give you five seconds to think about that one. Oh, no. He was Watto. from... Oh, Toydaria. Yes, yes. I wasn't... <laughs> I couldn't let you not have that one. I'm sorry, But he might, have, he and, might be like... He might not... He might be actually from Tatooine, but originally from... Do you know what I mean? He's a like, Toydarian. Um, okay. Final one then, mate. Uh, keep, he, it, keep it real with the uh, show. What about Andor? Cassian Andor. Oh, we know that. We know where he's from. Uh, yeah, I don't know how well known it is. This They'll is all from Wikipedia, it. by the way. They'll wreck on <laughs> it, I'm telling you. <laughs> um, oh, um, it's got to be middle of nowhere place. Dantuin. Again, a very good shout, but it's not right. The answer oh. is Fest. F-E-S-T. Fest. Never heard so, of it, mate. That might have been the planet. Never heard of it. Looking a bit worse for wear in the uh, in the trailer. <laughs> but uh, so, how many did you get? Let me count up: one, two, three, four, and a half, 
out of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, four and a half out of ten. I don't think that's bad considering that some of those are mental. I don't know, Ahsoka Tano is from Shilly. You can't even say that. I'll ta- I'm, I'm taking it, mate. I'm taking it to the bank. I've brought it home. Greasy pretty money, much. maybe. I think it's a good job, my friend. So you should be very proud of yourself, mate. Four and a half out of ten on the It's Coming Home game. Well done, mate. Oh, yeah. It's always a bigger fish. Always a bigger fish. It's always fish. a bigger fish. Well, there's always a bigger fish, and there's always another episode of Sessions. You guys know that. This is episode 170. We just realised we're not a million miles off from 200, which is just mental. However, we've got a little while to go before we get to that. So we are going to say that is that for this episode of Sessions 170. The fun doesn't end there, mate. Where can the world find us, Master Bly? They c- oh, yeah. No, they can find us at StarWarsSessions.co.uk. You can search for us on the interwebs. On social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, we will be there. Just search Star Wars Sessions. Drop us a voice note or a message to our email, which is hello there at starwarsessions.co.uk. And don't forget about that Patreon, guys. Patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions. From You can sign up from $2 a month. Come on, you can't get much for $2 a month these days, can you, mate? So uh, jump on that. No one's ever really gone. If you want to support our show for free, you can do by leaving us a five-star rating or review on your podcast provider of choice, which now includes Spotify. Five stars helps the show grow. It introduces new listeners. It bumps us up the algorithm. It's another way for us to hear from more of you guys each and every week. So please do consider it. And please tell all your Star Wars friends about us. Tell your mum, tell your dad, tell your mates, tell your cats, tell Stellan Skarsgård, tell your Ewok, tell your cousin, the more the merrier their castle spicier. Yeah, boy, tell Cassie and Ander that this is a podcast we're looking for. Ander. So until next time, from me, see ya, and from Luke, may the force be with you always. Always through the keyhole, through the hole, through the keyhole. (laughs) (laughs) Yoda one for me. Only, only no spoonerism this week. So come back next week. Might have one. (laughs) Spoonerism. Essex-based podcast heroes... Cassian Ander. What?